When it came time to find a job in industry, I felt totally alone. The university didn't have any resources and my academic advisor was out of touch with the real world. Not only that, but my relationship with my advisor had completely disintegrated to the point where he was doing everything in his power to keep me from graduating. So needless to say, towards the end of my PhD, I was in pure panic mode. I wanted out of the academic system, but I didn't know how to do so, especially without anyone's help. My advisor certainly wasn't going to give me a positive letter of recommendation, the one that I had hoped for. The whole situation felt hopeless. Then I talked with a friend of mine that had recently been hired into an industry position. When I told him about my problem, he reassured me saying, a letter of recommendation? No one will ask for that in industry. This was a wake up call. All this time I thought I had to do whatever my advisor said, like he was some sort of demigod. That's when I realized that my advisor had absolutely no power over me or my career. If you're waiting to make the leap into industry and fear that you won't get anywhere without the consent of some lifetime academic, think again. That's right, the recommendation letter that is being held as ransom against you, often to squeeze every last drop of work out of you, can't keep you from getting hired in industry. Plus, industry companies couldn't care less about some lifetime academic's recommendation letter about you. Think about it. While an academic letter may emphasize your ability to perform particular research duties, uh, might talk about your publication record, uh, an industry company wants to understand what transferable skills you have. Okay, They want to know if you have the ability to communicate, to manage projects, to lead a team, and to solve problems. This is why industry companies rely on employee referrals to find quality job candidates, not academic letters of recommendation. Companies rely heavily on employee referrals because hiring data shows that people hired through a referral report higher job satisfaction, which in turn leads to higher retention rates. For those of you who are still unconvinced, okay, or those who fear their advisors and who are still waking up and going to bed fearing what their advisors think of them, I want you to understand that your advisor is isolated and unknown in industry. Sure, there may be a few exceptions here and there, but the vast majority of lifetime academics do not have a network outside of academia. Your advisor and most lifetime academics have to focus their entire careers and lives on academia to survive the academic system. They've had no time to establish, let alone maintain, any kind of industry network. As such, in industry, they're unknown, obscure, powerless, ineffective. This may sound harsh, but it's the truth, and you will benefit from knowing it. And if you're a professor watching this or listening to this, the same is true for any dean, provost, or academic administrator who you think will influence your career in industry. I remember when I first asked my advisor if he knew anyone in industry, he looked at me as though as like I had three heads and said his focus is academia, not industry. So that's a no, I thought. Of course, looking back, this made sense. Why would he network with people who weren't going to help him get his next grant or publish his next paper? Finding a job in industry is dependent on you, your ability to network with the right people and to take full ownership of your industry career. It's not dependent on what some lifetime academic thinks of you. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. As always, remember your value as a PhD and start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.